Welcome. From the banks of the Rappahannock River, on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia, I am Autumn Courtney, and this is the Daily Thistle for Friday, March 25th, 2022. Graduation countdown is at 70 days. On the river today, the sun rises at 7 and 3 a.m. and sets at 7.24 p.m. It will be a last quarter moon with 55% being visible. High tide will be at 8.12 a.m. and low tide is at 3.22 p.m. Another high tide returns at 8.36 p.m. Winds from the west at 5 knots, increasing to 10 to 15 knots in the afternoon. Waves flat, increasing to 1 to 2 feet in the afternoon. In weather today, there will be sunshine and clouds mixed with a high of 65 degrees. For a senior at St. Margaret's, a rite of passage and graduation requirement is the successful delivery of a senior speech. Today's senior speech is Rebecca Meeberg. From the chapel at St. Margaret's School, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon. Before I get into my senior speech, I want to start off with a brief poll. How many of you know of global warming? Just raise your hand. All right, so almost all of you. Now, raise your hand if you know of ocean acidification. So a good few. Wow, that was more than I was expecting. <laughs> good job. <laughs> ocean acidification is similar to global warming in the sense that it's both caused by rising levels of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere, which is why ocean acidification is often known as global warming's evil twin. When carbon dioxide is released into the atmosphere, both naturally and unnaturally, it is mainly absorbed by our oceans. Once it's absorbed, carbon dioxide binds with water and undergoes multiple reactions and ultimately increases hydrogen ions, increasing the acidity of the ocean. Geologists have proven that there's always been a natural slight variation of acidity over the course of thousands of years. However, since industrialization, there's been a 30% increase in oceans acidity, which is extremely unnatural. This increase in hydrogen ions creates more bicarbonate ions rather than carbonate ions. This sounds like a bunch of scientific jargon, I know, but it is extremely detrimental to shellfish and coral reefs. For example, clams, mussels, and oysters all rely on carbonate ions to bind with calcium in order to form their shells. In addition, coral spats have seen, a, which are coral babies, which have seen a 47% decline in abundance. Furthermore, there's been a 32% decline in coral calcification rates. This, along with the decrease in coral spats, has caused there to be an enormous gap in the amount of coral reef growth. In addition, the combination of ocean acidity increase and the rising temperatures causes it to be nearly impossible for coral reefs to survive. Furthermore, organisms are not able to adapt because it's happening over such a quick time. This causes low growth rates and survival rates among many organisms. For example, calcified algae photosynthesis rate has decreased by 28%, causing an 80% decline in abundance. Although this seems like it's just affecting a few organisms, if you remember from your science classes about food webs, 
when you take one organism out, or even just the climate in numbers, it can have a detrimental effect on the ecosystem. This quickly limits the small benefit found initially in some crustaceans and fish with this rising acidity level. Although ocean acidification may seem detrimental to our ecosystems and almost unstoppable, it can be prevented with human effort. One way we can help prevent ocean acidification from taking further effect is by funding and supporting research. Research such as different organisms' reactions to increasing acidity and how the combination of rising temperatures and acidity affects these organisms can help scientists gain a better picture of what's happening so they can create better solutions that are more effective. Another way we can help is by increasing the amount of native seagrasses in certain ecosystems. Recent studies have shown that native seagrasses can help limit excess carbon dioxide. The third and most impactful way we can stop, help stop ocean acidification is through limiting carbon emissions. This can be done on both a corporate and individual level. On a corporate scale, more carbon neutral on a corporate scale, companies need to be more carbon neutral by relying on renewable energy sources such as solar, solar power or hydropower over the use of fossil fuels. On an individual level, we need to limit our carbon footprints by conserving energy and using more renewable energy. In addition, we have to advocate for the implementation of carbon neutral policies in both our government and corporations. Overall, ocean acidification is one of the largest dangers to marine life, but with a combination of global and individual efforts, it can be limited. Each one of you has the power to save marine life. Thank you so much and go green. In news from the BBC. BBC News for Jerry Smith. The United States and the European Union are expected to announce a major deal on liquefied natural gas in an attempt to reduce Europe's reliance on Russian energy. The agreement would see Washington provide the EU with at least 15 billion additional cubic metres of the fuel by the end of the year. President Biden is due to travel to Poland where he'll meet refugees who've escaped the war. Mr Biden has pledged a billion dollars in humanitarian aid. Russia says it has destroyed Ukraine's largest military fuel depot near Kiev. A spokesman said the attack, using sea launch missiles, took place last night. The EU has finalised the details of a new law to control the activities of technology giants. It would force Apple to offer an alternative to its own app store on its devices, and Google would be prevented from automatically preloading its search engine on Android phones. North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un says a missile launch carried out on Thursday was designed to show the world the power of his country's armed forces. The giant missile was the first intercontinental ballistic missile to be tested by North Korea for five years. The Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi is making a previously unannounced visit to India. It's the first such trip since deadly clashes on the border between the two powers two years ago. Heads of state from the West African regional group ECOWAS are due to meet in Ghana to discuss the political situation in Mali following last year's coup. Mali's interim president has declined an invitation to attend the summit. 
The authorities in the Ethiopian region of Tigray say they'll do everything possible to ensure the success of a ceasefire. Ethiopia's government earlier announced an indefinite humanitarian truce in the country's civil war. BBC News. You came into my heart. to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this was your Daily Thistle. Grow in age, may you grow in grace. Ooh.